Uh, all good? I'm ready when you are, David. You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Well, it's gonna be about... American history. Yes. Boom! Owe me a Coke. Owe me some cocaine. What's happening? You cop? Can you go to your pockets, please? You are a cop. Yeah. I'm a cop. This whole thing has been a sting. I don't have cocaine on me. Almost 200 episodes. (laughs) You're good. All of it. You're like... Sting. You're Donnie Brasco of podcasting. Get against the wall. Donnie Broadcast. Yeah. That's my name. Okay. God, you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Is Dave okay? Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff I don't need on the... You don't like this part? No. This is not helpful? No. June 24th, 1748. Okay. I'm not... AD. I figured. Even I you figured. You don't know? I figured. You don't know. Okay. Henry Tufts was born in Newmarket, New Hampshire. His father was a tailor. Okay. So right away, we know the guys from top, top, top quality people. Sure. Yeah. Inseamers. He grew up in a town close by called Lee. All seemed normal until he hit the age of 14. Well, that's for most boys. That's when he, quote, exhibited numerous indications of a natural propensity to theft. Okay. Weird. So that's what ha- that's his adolescence? Yeah. At some point, they were like, well, this kid shows all of the clear signs of being... His palms started thief. itching in places they yeah, didn't before. Like, I got to touch that. I got to take that. <laughs> I gotta put that in my pocket. Yeah. I gotta put that in my pocket. Oh, yeah. What's going on with you? Nothing. I'm just reading. What's going on with you? Nothing. Why are you <sighs> putting stuff in your pocket? Oh, God. These towels feel so good. Oh, everything I touch, I wanna take. Look everything at this I gum. touch, I wanna take. Oh, uh, this gum. Oh, I want this gum inside me. Henry my stole. My pockets, I mean. What? And another. I'm reading. Okay. You're I completely. Am I not oh, in the you're bathroom? 14. You're going yeah. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry stole apples, pears, cucumbers, and other fruits. I like that. Look, you gotta stay healthy. I like that. He's a right. juicer. He's a ju- Sounds like he's juicing. <laughs> he's totally juicing. Do you have a Vitamix? What's his deal? Uh, and he was successful, which just spurred him to steal more. Sure. The Aladdin complex. That's what I'm. <laughs> How think, much that stopped you? You were willing right. to agree until you got halfway through well, it. You're like, I despise it. At some point, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> Aladdin. You got to keep one jump ahead of the bread line. One swing ahead of my sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. That's racist. No, that's Disney. Are you saying that Arabs steal? I'm saying that Aladdin. I'm done. I'm checking out of this <laughs> one. Nope. No more comments here. <laughs> Uh, so one day he was walking through a farmer's field when he saw a sickle. Okay. Yeah, who doesn't? I mean, sickles are... Fucking, sure, yeah, they're being tossed I mean? around everywhere, I mean. yeah. He grabbed it... One of the weirder tools. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Also used by a gentleman named Death. Right. Yep. So uh, weird connotations. Wait, did Death use a sickle? Didn't he have a sickle? I thought he had a. Uh, Does he not have a sickle? I don't think he has a sickle. I think he has. He has like a fucking. He's got that. He's got like a tall blade. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he I doesn't have a sickle. Yeah, he could easily in his in his coat. I mean, nobody knows it's under there. Right. Never mind. I was wrong about death. That's okay. Well, I apologize. A lot of people have said that. Hey, death! I didn't mean it. I'll I know see who you are. I know you're the soon, stuff you carry. Anthony, show you a sickle, Worst bitch. Error you ever made. He's uh, gonna shout your death date at you. <laughs> God, that'd be horrible. <laughs> June twentieth. 2051. What? Oh, I don't know where bad. you're going. That's pretty good, right? Uh, so he grabs the sickle and then he hides it in some nearby bushes and then just keeps walking. So he's framing the bush for well, theft. He, yeah, he's he's up to no good. Yeah. So he, he sees something instead of taking it. But I guess you can't walk down the street with a sickle back then. Tough thing right? to justify. Uh, no, it's my sickle. Nobody else's. I found this. Or you just hold two of them and you're like, it's a bicycle. I did see a guy when I left your house the other day, a guy riding as fast as he could holding a second bike, which is just a beautiful L.A. moment. <sighs> my the neighborhood. Yeah. My neighborhood. We should have trip wires in my neighborhood. <laughs> just to knock the hipsters over. Hip wires. Uh so he hides it in the bushes, and then the owner realized the sickle was missing, and he immediately thought of Henry, who he had seen walking by the farm. Okay, interesting tactic. He was furious, and he stormed over to the Tufts' house and confronted Henry's father, accusing Henry of stealing his sickle. Okay. These are just good times. Yeah. Henry, of course, denied it, and everyone argued for some time, but in the end, there was no proof, and eventually the farmer left, and Henry walked away with no punishment. See, theft can be a pretty vicious sickle. Okay. He then waited a year and went and got the sickle out of the bushes. What? The slow play. The fucking crazy Good slow Lord. play. He sat on that shit. Yeah. He sat on it. He bushed a sickle for a year. For so long. Yeah. Pining in his that's bed. What, that's what we call patience. That's what we call oh, yeah. patience here on the dollop. Bush oh, yeah. and a sickle. Oh yeah, bush sickling. You know what? Why don't you just bush your sickle for a little bit? <laughs> hey, you know what? you're coming off a little spicy. Can you just bush the sickle for me? <laughs> hey guys, guys, separate. Bush your sickles. Your best friends. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna bush a sickle here for a little while. Smart, dude. And I'll, uh, just give me, just give me a few moments. I'll push right? my sickle too. Okay. So uh, yeah, so a year, and then he sells it. At that point, no one's even thinking about it. And plus, now it's probably kind of a shitty, rusty sickle. But anyway, he sells it. Okay. I mean, this is this kid's. Sure. It's not a fucking joke. Well, I, we're I've talking yet about to see maybe maybe a mastermind. Perhaps. Henry's next crime he committed with partners. He and two friends came up with a plan to rip off some cheese and a loaf of bread from a farmer named Stevens. Do you need three brains for that? <laughs> I would just assume it's really... That's look, probably worse. Look, it's a different time, right? Yeah. It's the 1700s. We need numbers. It's the 1700s, so you're, the stuff you're stealing is mostly, apparently, food items. Yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, and then most people are probably watching over their food pretty good. Right. So you probably need uh, conspirators. Okay. 
So, all right, um, let me see their plan, and then I'll evaluate. After they were done... Let me bush my sickle for a minute. They planned, after they were done with that amazing crime, to then go into the farmer's fields and take his cucumbers. Wait, the plan is to... (laughs) Right, go ahead. (laughs) Do they know about grocery stores? Uh, Their plan is to take the... Bread and cheese. Mm-hmm. Bread and cheese first. And then go get cucumbers. And then from, get the cucumbers. Okay. And they're going to do this to, in tandem. Yep. All three of them will be going it's together. A, it's a three-man plot. Okay. It's like holding up a bank. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so this is going to be quite the caper, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine when they go steal the capers. It's, uh, <laughs> but on their way over, one of the other kids chickened out and said they could just go to his house and get bread and cheese from his dad. Great. Great solution. Uh, can't wait for this one to wrap up right now. But Henry and the other guy uh, were apparently in it for the rush of the crime uh. because they went to the farmer's field and stole as many cucumbers as they could hold. Okay. Right? It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of cucumbers. Eight? <laughs> <laughs> Probably near there. Uh, so then all the guys met up again. They met up with the guy who chickened out. Uh-huh. And they had uh, their cucumbers, and he brought the bread and cheese he got from his dad. Okay, so he stole from home, and they stole the farmer's cucumbers. Yeah, or he just asked his dad and his dad, like, yeah, yeah, we got tons of bread and For cheese. For sure. We got we're, a bunch of cucumbers, too. We're a bread and cheese family. <laughs> but, uh, but then Henry came up with a new plan, which was to steal from his partners. Ah, so the inception as, plot. As they were all sitting there, enjoying their... Uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Loot? Just desserts? Their loot. Uh, he picked up a small rock and threw it at one of the guy's backs, and that guy jumped up, freaked out, yelling, they're coming, they're coming for us. And then they all ran off. All three of them sprinted off, leaving the bread and the cheese. and the Henry, too? Henry, too, and the cucumbers. And they all, they all ran to their different houses. And then Henry doubled back. Okay, I was going to say, for a minute, I thought he was like, they are? Yeah, no, he... <laughs> He Henry. scared himself. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe they're shooting at you. And he grabbed all the food and he hid it somewhere else. Okay, sure. He sickled it. The next day, Henry explained to his friends that he had been captured by the farmer. And the farmer was now forcing him to work three days to make up for it. Okay. Then his partners, the other two kids, said that they, in turn, would work for Henry for one day to share in their part of the crime. Okay, like work for him just as like an assistant? Well, yeah, obviously. Okay, that's, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a part of the story I couldn't understand because he's a boy, he's a teenager, but he, so he got, so they were going to work apparently in his fields, his dad's crops or yeah. some sort of work. Well, he couldn't he have them do. go pull like a day for the farmer because that's all bullshit. So he's right. just like, Right. Putting them out for like... he So he had them do... He made them day laborers. So they, yeah, he made them day laborers. Right. And he got all the cucumbers and the bread and the cheese. <laughs> right. And he got... I, I told you he's a mastermind. He's <laughs> great. I don't think I... I don't think this is an exaggeration when I say this was a simpler time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Henry... The great cucumber heist. Henry... Never forgotten. Never. Never forgotten. No. So Henry was clearly a bad boy and could not be trusted, right? So when he turned 20, he asked his father for a bit of his inheritance. Interesting. He I got to do that. He said it was time for him to strike out on his own. Okay. And his father said no. Interesting. And he told Henry that there was no inheritance, that he planned on giving everything to Henry's oldest brother, and everything was just their family 
home, okay. their land. Okay. And Henry was devastated because his whole idea was to take his inheritance, which didn't exist, and ride off into the sunset. Right. In actuality, all his father had was his tiny plot of land, and he figured if he split it up between all the kids, then it's all the impossible. pieces would be worthless. Right, yeah. Because they're so small, right. so just give it to one. Go with the one, yeah. Henry's livid. Okay. He took it very hard. He had no education and didn't see any future for himself without an inheritance. I'm shocked about this education bit. It seems like <laughs> he's highly educated. Henry wrote, quote, It is written, as tis said in the Hebrew annuals, that the man who gave his son neither property, education, nor trade brought him up to be a thief. The truth of this was verified in me. So he's blaming his dad. Yeah, he's got daddy issues. He's blaming his dad for not giving him inheritance. Why he became a thief? Yeah, well, he didn't give him anything. Well, he just gave him life. Why didn't he just go out and fucking do it himself? True. So Henry <laughs> decided to be a thief. Okay. Which wasn't a big leap since he was already a thief. Oh, yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm going to be a thief. The thing I've been doing. That's you know, I'm going to do what I've been doing. The only day I have a bold I announcement. felt like a winner was the day I had bread and cheese and 19 cucumbers. Yeah. It's like Liberace being like, I'm gay. <laughs> we know. Yes. We get it. We get it. You've thief. lived this for 20 years. You're a thief. We get it. At the same time, he thought his father owed him because of all the work he had done while growing up on the family land. He's really got, uh, I got mean, he really, entitlement, he, entitled, issues. Entitled, entitlement entitled. issues. So at that point, Henry stole his father's only horse and rode it to a nearby town where he sold it for $30. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a prick. He's a total prick. Then he hit the road. Sure. Got to. But it turns out $30 not last that long. Okay. Right. So he roamed around. He would do different jobs trying to keep things going. But finally, he just ran out of cash. So with not any other possibilities, he just went back to his dad <laughs> and gave him what little money he had left and said, here, it's, I took your horse and here's, so, here's eight cents. Here's eight cents. <laughs> There's no horse. Missed me? <laughs> I missed you, daddy. Missed me? Uh, his father was naturally furious, sure. but still, still took him in. Now, this is when things start looking up. Okay. Henry uh, was 22, and he met and married a woman named Lydia Bickford, who was from uh, Durham, New Hampshire. Okay. So maybe he's on the road to a decent life. You I doubt I it. I highly doubt okay. it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Very soon after getting married, Henry's accused of stealing two bags of rye. He, what? What? He, what? <laughs> Are you noticing a pattern? A very strong pattern. Very strong pattern. <laughs> He goes, he, he thinks very short term. <laughs> He's not an investor. At no point did he steal cucumber seeds. Okay, but wait. In this case, he was actually innocent and was acquitted of the charges. So he didn't steal the rye. So he didn't steal the rye. But oh God. in the community, it was just one more black mark against Henry Tufts. So the boy who cried wolf. The boy who cried, but they were like, "Look, you're a fucking." Thief. The boy who you cried Q. You got away with it, but you clearly stole the rye, right? You know, so it's like when they convicted OJ of the stuff in Vegas. They were like, Why? "We'll what take did, what we can get." What did OJ do? It broke a lot of great football records. Thank you. Uh, so in the local community, he's now just a fucking right menace, right? Yeah. Combined with his previous crimes, his reputation is destroyed. 
He could not get any credit anywhere, and his young family went into poverty. Right? He has kids? Yeah, now he's had a popped out a couple or whatever. Oh, boy. I didn't actually look up, but I remember reading he had kids. Right. But they, I, I didn't, whatever. Yeah, okay. Obviously, this is a shit situation, and Henry Tufts, being Henry Tufts, decided he'd be much better off if he just took off on his own to start anew without the whole family being a burden thing. I'm, okay, it okay, feels, again, it feels like he thinks very quickly. Very short-term thinker. He's he's making, you know what, he's going, this is a guy who's being led by his heart, right? I don't know if that's true. But he's being, he's, he's, he's doing, he lives in the moment. Might be selfish. This is a, they, they say live in the moment to right. feel free and to, and to be happy. Might be self-focused. He's living in the moment. I don't know. At this moment, after he closed the door, he no longer had a family. Right, right, true. So that's the moment he's living in. Right. Yeah. So I, did, I guess a lot of people just didn't know that was an option. You could just leave? I'm done. Well, back then, you could literally just fucking walk out. I'm out of here. Like, Goodbye. And Bye. And no know who you were again. So I've been thinking I'm done. <laughs> it was great to meet you. And have, have a good life, Hank. Have a good, have a fun time with the little ones. Good luck, whoever whoever they are. They seem crazy. There's a cucumber in the bush. Take care. There's a cucumber Ta-ta. in the bush. That's what got him into this child problem in the first place. Uh, so uh, so off he goes. He heads east, and he uh, he finds himself in Seco, Maine, where he got a job clearing land and tending livestock. Right, okay. all good. Well, yeah, he's I got mean, a job. It's going to start all over again. It's I don't know if all fucking, good. It's going to be sweet. I don't know. He seems to be around stuff, he's which got is a problem. A job. Yeah, but he's it's well, he's on land, which is an issue. But he's working with a guy named James Dennis. Okay. And uh, they became friends, and Henry explained to him about he was how he was unable to support his family, the one he had abandoned. So I just left him. I don't know if he told him that part. I put him in a bush, and I'm going to come back in a year. <laughs> When I'm good with them again. So, Dennis came up with this perfect way to get out of the situation. I can't wait. They were rob a store. Okay. I mean, dare I say, I think this is smarter? They're Than stealing food? Well, then just, like, nickel and, like, go for a score. Okay, all right. That's you know fair. what I mean? Yeah. Shoot a three. Yeah, go higher. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So the store was owned by Mr. Pickard and was in the same town they worked in. So it's a great plan. <laughs> it's a great plan. Henry said he's in. Sure. No questions. Uh, but this is a pretty bu- big jump from his previous crimes, right? He's really stepping up here. This yeah, he's used to stealing to... tools and vegetables that he can carry. Right. This a is sickle, a move. A sickle or a cucumber. Sure, exactly. Anything that starts with a C. Well, a sickle starts with a The point is... <clears throat> They broke into the store in the middle of the night. Dennis went in while uh, Henry was the lookout guy. That's my favorite thing. It, it is a this, great... In this time, they, they needed a lookout guy. But it's also great to be like, well, one of us has to just chill. Yeah. The other has to do it. Right. I guess I'll just keep an eye on your crime. I will stay outside <laughs> while you do the crime yeah, part. Yeah, you always want to be the getaway driver. Uh, but Dennis looked around and couldn't find much cash. Then he made a couple of bags uh, for both of them to bring home. So he just packed a couple of bags with a bunch of shit from the store. Uh, uh, <laughs> the stuff was worth about 200 bucks, okay. which is a pretty large sum at the okay. time. Right? So they, sure. really, they really tore through the store. Sure. Now, after the crime, they went to Wells, Maine, where a friend of Dennis's lived. Okay. Uh, the friend's name is Richard Dutton. All right. 
They celebrated their score and had a drink or two, right? So okay. they're partying. Yeah. Uh, and the next day, Dennis and Dutton went into the town. Not to good. Don't leave him alone. Some of the hall. Don't leave him you alone. What's going to happen here? Don't leave him alone. But they tried to sell it for way too cheap. Right? Not good at this. People immediately suspected that the goods had been stolen. A local magistrate was called and or told them they didn't have uh-huh. phones. Uh, yeah, but a local a local magistrate was alerted, and then two uh, the two guys were arrested. Okay, so Dennis and D- Dutton are arrested. Right, leaving Dutton Henry immediately squeals. Right, and said he knew about the stolen goods, and that on top of that, he said that some of it was still at his house. God, what a pussy. where where Henry was chilling. Our hero is yeah. Uh, so he's a huge narc. He's like a colonial narc. Right. The, maybe the first colonial narc. Right. Uh, Dennis was the next to fall. He was interrogated and admitted to his role in everything and also told them about Henry. So the local magistrate went to Dutton's house to arrest Henry. And when they got there, they found Henry in bed having sex with Dutton's wife. Amazing. Putting the cucumber in the bush? <laughs> Sickle in the bush, more like. That is amazing. He's a man of all trades. Uh, what did the, what did, what did, I, I would imagine police in this time would probably Whoa. be like, let him finish. <laughs> when you're done, sir, we would like to have a word. Hurry up. Pump faster, please. So they arrested him and they threw him in jail at Falmouth, which today is Portland, the city of Portland. He was left in uh, the prison for a couple of months in a cell with Dutton. Oh. Now, I assume they didn't talk about the wife screwing or it was the most awkward cell. To There's be no in, way. But I couldn't find any information about. There's no way something that happened. No, together. he was just like, "Cool, she sounds." Yeah, I mean, look, it sounds like you guys have a good thing going. The foundation's strong. Yeah, yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's pretty great. It's pretty. Also, great. try doggy style. What's that? I'm squ- uh, It sounds like you guys have a good foundation. Right. And, yeah, you know, I think you guys I have trust, her. and that is so important in a relationship love, to build love, upon that trust. And, and I think she likes it from behind, probably, which will probably open things up for you a little bit Wait, in, I, in a sort of sexual way. Well, I don't know. I don't, we don't need sir. I still call you sir. As you should. Uh, I don't need opening. We don't. I, I, Our relationship is fantastic. So and what I'm saying is I fantastic. agree with you. I agree with you. Just try it on all fours a couple times. See what, what? happens. Why would I? Because she wants it. You can tell. I'd love to meet her. Excuse me? You can tell. You did meet her. You were at my house. I did, didn't I? With her. That's so weird. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When the cops came. I was there with her. Yeah, I was there with her. And yeah, I don't even... Oh God, I just had such a great time talking to, 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 to her. And yeah, I just think you guys have a great thing. And I don't know. I love it. And I think you guys are great. I can't believe this is the first day we're in this jail together. I know. It's going to be a long couple of... Who knows how long we'll be in here? <laughs> At some point, they couldn't take prison anymore, so they decided to escape. <laughs> what? Isn't that everyone? Now, they lit a fire in their cell. I just missed this era. When you were like... <laughs> like the, the, I, and it, it sounds like it would mess stuff up. But just, well, they assumed that it would burn the wall down, and then they would, and then they would be what able to they, go out. They like then a, they'd be able to go out a log that cabin jail hole in the jail. What is the jail made the, of? Wood, I'm sure it's wood back then. Wood jail, okay. 
But the fire had other ideas, and it spread very quickly and was soon out of control in the cell. Part of the thing with fire. Right. It sort of just can do its own thing. Yeah, but the wall. You would think it would go wall to wall to wall. Right. Right? And what did it do? It went wall to ceiling? It went wall. It sounds like it went to wall to everything. Wall to everything. Interesting. Worst move. So Henry... Wall to Henry. Henry and Dutton just started screaming at the top of their lungs. As the fire uh, just burned their entire cell, by the time they were let out, they had nearly suffocated to death. Good plan. The local authorities then battled the fire for three hours, finally putting it out. But the jail could no longer hold anyone. So authorities decided to move them to the old York jail. But it was bad timing because Thanksgiving was near. Okay. And with this in mind, the authorities put Henry and, and Dutton under guard with a Mr. Modley and his family until after the holiday. Wait, they... What? They gave... Go ahead. So it's... Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm aware. So they don't want to take him over to the... Take the the trip that would probably take the time to... Sure. miss Thanksgiving. Yeah, you don't want to miss the cranberries. So they... they, uh, They put him in with a guy in town. They said, you guys stay with him. Stay in a man's house? Yeah, with his family. For Thanksgiving? Well, that's the cool thing is that, yeah, he, uh, he, he they had Thanksgiving at his house. I, I, okay. There's, it's there's, a different time. Yeah, it is a different time. It's a terrible plan. And not to mention putting them around food. It's just <laughs> like, talk about, uh, I mean, this is just, this is what Henry must have been like, oh my God, this is a test. Quote. Here, gratitude obliges me to give testimonial to the humanity and benevolence of that gentleman to whom is due my peculiar thanks for using us while left in his family, as well as I have since fared in any part of America. So he had a nice holiday. Mm-hmm. They had they had a great holiday. Sure. Then and back then, to jail once it's over. And then the day after, they're taken, you know, escorted to the old york uh jail well one of them they, anyway, uh, okay, because as they were being taken to jail uh Dun- let me let Dun- me got out of his irons and took off oh i was gonna guess henry booked it so now that he's escaped right they're gonna take it out on henry and when they got henry to the new jail they put him in heavy irons and locked him in the most secure part of the jail which is the the basement and he stayed like that for 19 days so he's just locked in this terrible place right then Mr. Pickard, who owned the store that he Henry robbed, robbed yeah. came to the jail. And he explained that if Henry agreed to serve on his brother's ship to the West Indies. <laughs> hey, I have a crazy proposition. Well, this is when they're Shanghai dudes, right? Yeah, so right. it wasn't uncommon to to, you know, trade a prison term for time on a ship. Okay. Right? So he says that, and of course, Henry's like, yeah, I'll fucking get on your brother's sure. ship and go to the West Indies, and then the charges will be dropped. So, sure enough, uh, Voyage is supposed to be three months. Oh, how long is he supposed to be in jail? Well, that's just it. He didn't know how long he was going to be so in jail, just because been, he, he, right. well, he hasn't been convicted yet. He's okay. still waiting for his trial, so okay. he, he's sitting there in leg irons, and he's like, yeah, let's right. do it. Let's do it. I support it. So he's immediately released, and he and Mr. Pickard walked off to put Henry on the ship. Right? I, I can imagine so we're wrapping things up right now. Headed to the ship. Now, Pickard was a, a moron because <laughs> he decided as they were walking that he needed a drink and he uh, stopped at a tavern. What? And he told Henry to go ahead without him and he'd catch up. Ah, uh, 
Why doesn't he just tie him to like the horse thing in front? Henry then made a right instead of a left, and that's the last time he ever saw a picket. Well, that is unbelievable. <laughs> that is a Can shocking. Can you not trust a man's word? How much do you need to drink? You know what? You I'm promise? You promise? I promise. You swear to God you'll go there? I swear to God I'm going to the ship. Why would I do anything else? That's what I'm saying. Dang, I mean, you got me out of jail. That's why you better not screw me on this. Why would I do that, sir? Good, wonderful, wonderful person. Turn right. Yes. To the ship. Yes. All right. Have a good three months. Okay, see you, idiot. All right. Heard something at the end. Nope. Sort of. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, not left. So Henry, of course, goes back to his wife and family. His wife, okay. And Lee. Okay. Yeah, good news, honey. But once again, he found pretty much everyone in the town thought he was garbage. Right. Yeah. His reputation was far worse than when he had left previously. Because he abandoned his family. When he previously left because his reputation was bad. Yeah. So, so now, now he's back like, hey. He's double worse. Yeah. So the gossip of all of the activity since he left has reached the town. And then things got really bad. <laughs> One night, a group of super drunk soldiers were passing by his house. Never a good start. And they decided to, quote, pull his house apart. Now. It's a different time. Pull it apart. Yeah, they're just going to tear it down. Find a loose string and yank it. <laughs> he tried to hold them off by waving his musket, but they kept at it. So he shot. Okay. But nothing came out. Okay. It, quote, snapped in the pan. But that was enough to scare off the soldiers, and they ran away without knocking down his house. Uh, God. Now, like any quality individual, Henry decided this was another reason not to be saddled with the family and took off again. Right. It seems like he's not really invested in the family. I mean, this, but talk he about the, go. The, the kids are like, Dad, or the Dad kid. I love you. I'm back, guys. Oh, some soldiers tried to came by. And, I, I know go. we were scared, but you just got back. I know. I love you. I love you. Okay, I'll be outside. Forever? Outside's big. Wait, he's gone. Yeah. I heard him say, yeah. As he roamed around the countryside, he met a man named James Smith. That seems a little... Normal name. Together, they formed a crime duo. They stole... Finally. Hens, turkeys, sheep, and other food from farmers so they wouldn't starve to death. So they're just stealing living... I mean, livestock. Yeah. Okay. That's all there was. That's great, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were canned. All right, let's go grab this sheep and get out of here. They probably, they probably had a... You know, when they... Uh, it's called you know, like canned pears. It's in a jar with a little top. They probably had that kind of situation. Oh, you mean they're just... I would imagine. Maybe they didn't, but there had to have been... I mean, I'm sure they had dried meats and stuff. Yeah. Like, they had some stuff. Right. I just kind of like the idea that they have, like, a pet for a little while. They had a pet for a little while. Yay! They were able to live like this for quite some time. Problem was, their clothes started to fall apart, and they needed other basic necessities. Uh, the, uh, if you're... <laughs> okay, yeah. You, it's time to make a trip. Thank you. The clothes are falling apart. Thank Yeah. That's They're chipping when, off of me. That's when you do something different. Yeah. Now, one of Smith's friends told him that they could just break into a local store and rob it. He knows that. Since robbing a store had gone so well for Henry the first time, he was in. Of course. And so they did. They broke in through a window that the, the friend had told them about. Uh-huh. And they took clothes, money, pieces of silver, and other goods that would help them with their new nomadic lifestyle. Okay. They gave a cut of the goods to Smith's friend who had told them about the store and how to get in. Right. Right. 
Uh, and then they got the hell out of town, heading towards Massachusetts. Okay. When they got there, they started selling what they had stolen. Okay. But what they did not know was that the two store owners, Gilman and Chapman, were pretty pissed off and were in pursuit. Oh, boy. And they caught up to Henry and Smith in a town and surprised them, and they were easily, easily able to have them arrested. Right. It turns out Smith's friend... The guy who told him to rob the store and had to rob the store and who had given they'd given a cut to uh, for not really doing shit. Yeah, uh, had gone all snitch and just tipped off the owners about. This is before bitches got snitches. Stitches way before right? bitches got stitches. Okay. So Henry and Smith were put in uh, jail in Exeter because of his reputation. Henry was considered a more hardened criminal and was placed in. So he's like the Henry is like the seventeen. 60s version of oh. the head of the Mexican mafia. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> what's, the, oh, what's that dude's name? He's the best. Yeah, it's, They're just like, you will not break. God damn it, he's gone! He's gone again! So, uh... El Chavo or something. So he's put in solitary confinement in Chavo. a dungeon in the prison, heavily shackled again, both hands and feet, which were then attached to the floor. Oof. So it's just a nightmare. The home is completely, I mean, the home, the room is completely dark. He made it a home. He did make it a home. And there's. Can I put up a poster? And there is like zero interaction. Oh, God. I want to put up the poster of the cat that says, hang in there. He's holding on to a branch. Something motivational. Also, could someone itch my ass? Please. For the love of God. Please. Uh, So he's not even convicted yet. This is just waiting for the trial. Fun. There's a horrible odor in the room, along with rats that bit at his toes. Sure. Uh, hardly any decent food. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, that really... Rats? Yeah, it, that's I a mean, tough one for me to think of. Ra- just... Rats biting your toes and only and just having to be like, go to your happy place, Henry. This... Go to your happy place. <laughs> just remember when you stole the sickle, Henry? Go back there. Just pretend those rats are think eating your the, cheese foot. Think about the cucumbers. And meanwhile, the, the rats are like... Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I don't think this dude can do shit. <laughs> just... Okay, sickle in a bush. So he's having a hard time sleeping. Why? He was left like that for three months. <laughs> yeah. At which point he was brought into the courtroom for his trial. And the two men were very quickly found guilty. They both got 35 lashes. Okay. Which would be done by another prisoner. That's how they did it back then. Oh, so and it was an, sort of like angry, a... Equally angry. Right. So you've got to impress. You've got like it's almost like you're you're a good prisoner if you lash them well. I assume, uh, yeah, I assume would so. Be my guess. Yeah. Some sort of. Um, they were ordered to pay restitution. If they could not pay the restitution, they would then be sold into servitude. Oh shit! It's fucked up. Jesus, shit's fucked up. Meanwhile, slaves are like, and uh, what else? So uh, they both got thirty-one days in prison. Uh. But this time, Henry's put into a regular cell for his run. Okay. So that's not too bad. Right. But Henry didn't like prison. We <laughs> you know sure? that about Henry. So instead of waiting the entire month, he decided to escape. Good. Get the fire. Somehow he got friends to smuggle him in tools. I mean, obviously, hot dogs and birthday cakes. That's what I'm talking about. And it's Henry- his birthday again? Yep. Four days in a row. That's right. Happy birthday. Here you go, Henry. This one is shaped like a sledgehammer. I know. He loves tools. Loves tools. Oh, my God. (laughs) What do you guys use for batter? 
So Henry used uh, Henry drilled a hole in the wall. Now Smith was in the cell. So some serious tools. Yeah, Smith is in the cell directly beneath Henry, and he asked Henry if he could, you know, take him on the escape. Right, and Henry agreed. So the next night, in the middle of the night, Henry told Smith that to get out, they would have to take off all their clothes. Oh, turn them inside I've out. I've fallen for this one. And toss them out the window. Um. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? They did it, and then Henry crawled through the hole he had made, picked up his clothes and Smith's clothes, and ran away. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Hey, Henry, those are actually my shorts. Henry, those are my... Sh- Henry! Henry! Oh, this is going to look bad. Uh, I feel like it's going to be some explaining. Warden, hello! Hi, why am I naked? Hi, can I tell you a crazy story? uh, That's just... Have you heard of jail clothes fairies? So, um... They're around? My clothes, um... That's hot. It's hot. It's hot, and um, I decided Uh to take off all my clothes because I was hot, like I said before. Yeah. Threw them them to the ground. Uh Has anyone seen Henry? I'm cold. I'm cold now. Once again, Henry was on the move. This time he ended up in Portsmouth, but couldn't what get... What a prick. He couldn't get anything Why didn't going. he just say no? Now you I can't come with me. Just fucking amazing. Well, remember, the last place they robbed, they robbed because they needed clothes. So right. he's now thinking, ahead, I'll just get some extra clothes. <laughs> right. But... I really, that dude left behind was like, oh, this is going to be really weird, dude. Don't do this. So he headed for a town called Stratham, and in the middle of the night, he's walking, and he gets really hungry. Eat the clothes. And for whatever reason, he assumed uh, fruit was being stored on someone's property close by in a, in a root cellar. He okay. saw this thing, and he thought, that's a root cellar. There's got to be fruit in there. Right. That's what happens in root cellar. He cellars. thought it was a fruit cellar. Uh, well, root. Fruit roots. Fruit, huh? Fruit roots. Oh, I love Fruit Loops. So he felt around in the dark. He broke in. He felt around in the dark. And uh-huh. He found a box. And then he found another box. And at some point in the pitch black, he realized that they were coffins and that he had broken into a crypt instead of a root cellar. Uh, get out. Uh, no. And, yeah. Inside, there's actually a grandmother and her daughter. He was uh, terrified, but he got the hell out of there. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought we were maybe going to take a weird turn and where he's he like, maybe them. I'll just grab an arm. He ate them. So, since things didn't seem to be going great on his own, he partnered up with another criminal mastermind. <laughs> cool. Ebenezer Hubbard. Thank you. This, uh, this was not the best of Thank crime you. duos. Thank you. They weren't having any success trying to steal things. So, finally, Henry was like, I'm going my own way. This isn't fucking working. And Hubbard talked him into one last... One, one last, last near miss. They were going to break into a mill and steal some milled cloth... It'd be their last caper. And they did it. Okay. They fucking did it. But as soon as the crime was discovered, authorities immediately thought Henry. of Henry and Hubbard. Right. They were brought in and questioned. And in no time, as you would expect, Hubbard immediately caved and spilled the beans. Sure. And yep. Went snitch. He yep. told them everything. Great. Henry was brought back to... Exit- Henry needs a better vetting process. It's just fucking cheap. Not good. So Henry was brought back to Exeter Jail. He was given 20 lashes and locked up for 20 days. He was also ordered to pay back the victim. The rats were like, good news, hey! boys! 
Guess who's back in town? Hey, toe friend. Mm, nom 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 nom. Uh, so he's already paid back the victim, but he has no money, which meant he would be put into servitude. Oh, God damn it. Okay. But lucky for him, no one came forward to claim his servitude, which what? meant he was allowed to leave. Like, no one bit, no one, everyone's like, eh, I don't want that guy. He looks shitty and, like, he's not good at stuff. Once out of jail, he went right back to burglary. Perfect. He got uh, burglary tools, like auger saws and false keys. And these he put, uh, he put the tools in different locations around town. Sure. This way. Various bushes. He would have quick access to them when he needed them. Right. Uh, and he was very, very, very proud of his false keys. Quote. What when, are those? When, I don't know. Just fit. When judiciously fashioned are of such extensive application that one key will fit a great variety of locks. Okay. I am positive that with this assortment of keys, I could have opened without violence almost any lock I ever saw. This I am assured by experience, which is indeed the touchstone of truth. It's just adorable that there was a time when we were like, we have eight types of keys. Be honest. Right? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Henry when, also got his hands on uh, uh, corrosive liquids that could eat through iron. So he's, he's in business. Yeah, he's fucking. But then Henry, uh, he had to deal with what he called a series of false accusations against him for the crime of burglary. Mm-hmm. One of which landed him in Castle Island uh, in Boston Harbor for a spell. Castle Island? And Isn't that where pri- He-Man lives? It's a prison. Yes. He did his time and he got out and then immediately resumed his life of crime. Great. Then It, it feels then it, like he's going to always go back to crime. It does. I don't think, yeah, there's not a lot of reforming right. happening with him. I mean, his dad didn't hug him, like he said. Then in 1793, when he was living in Massachusetts, Henry bought a silver tablespoon and five teaspoons from a man named James, John Stewart. Oh. Not that one. Oh. Stewart said he found them when he was clearing a cellar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Henry was using the spoons one day when a neighbor recognized them. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. Henry was using his spoons and a neighbor- when someone recognized the spoons. Sure. Someone re- I know those spoons. <laughs> I've seen those spoons. He's- those spoons had been stolen from him. Okay. He reported Henry to the authorities. In court, Henry explained how he had bought the spoons. I bought these spoons. Exactly what he did. <laughs> Stuart was then brought in for questioning. Uh-oh. They were going to get to the bottom of the spoon caper. They were just starting to question Stuart when he just got up and ran out of the courtroom and was gone. It, I, a lot of people don't know that's an option, but it is your <laughs> legal right that if you are able to run out of the courtroom without being touched, you are, you are legally allowed to leave the courtroom. <laughs> he was never seen again. Again, I mean, just talk about, um, can you repeat the, woo? Now, it's believed that Stewart had help from the sheriff who hated Henry. Anyway, now Henry had no witness about legally buying the spoons. Right. And Henry was committed to Salem jail to await trial by the Supreme Court. The okay. trial, did, trial did not go well. <laughs> A spoon <clears throat> trial? Well, yes. Okay. Without Stewart telling the court the, the truth, Supreme Court used to not have a lot to do. The, the, they were dealing with much smaller crimes, but very important to certain people. Spoons. Well, the spoon community was up in arms. Oh, obviously, as they, they, they should be. As they should be. <laughs> I mean, the spoon union, the association of spoons. The spoon. The spoon union was over the. I mean, they were over the spoon about this. <laughs> uh, so without Stewart, we are the spoon union. <laughs> We are here for justice, sir. We want medical, and we want to know where our spoons are. We are the Association of Spoons. 
Uh, yes, we're uh, also very yeah? interested in spoons. We have uh, medical if you need. We're German need spoon us. people. But most of all, we want justice. Uh, so he was convicted of burglary. Uh, of, over spoons that he bought. Of spoons. The judge gave Henry a sentence of death. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, back then, burglary was, you could be killed for that. I'm not crazy for freaking out when you say a man's dying for spoons. Quote. Spoons. He must be carried from thence to the place of execution and there hanged by the neck until dead. The execution date was set for six weeks uh, on August 14th, 1793. So Henry sat in a cell in heavy chains waiting to die. Over spoons he bought. Then one jurist, who had been a holdout at first, started to have second thoughts about sending a man to death for stealing spoons. Mm -hmm. He had originally voted not guilty, but the other jurists had convinced him to switch. Mm -hmm. So the jurist went to the governor and the council and expressed his regret and his true belief. He begged them to show Henry mercy. At the same time, Henry asked the governor to change his sentence to life in prison from death. Mm-hmm. Knock it down from five spoons to three. He, yes. Right. He asked others he knew to sign a petition asking the court to do the same. Sure, a spoon petition. Spinition. Spinition. And then one day, a doctor came to visit Henry. Uh-huh. Quote, who accosted me with an affability and good nature not always to be expected from a stranger. So this guy shows up. He's being super nice. Sure. And they talked for a while, and then the doctor explained why he was there. He wanted Henry's skeleton. Oh, God. And offered a couple of guineas and other favors for it. Oh, that's a, it takes an awkward turn. Because he's a doctor, because that was the time yep, when doctors were stealing bodies, but apparently they were bodies, right? also going to guys who were about to be killed. Like, awkward. Hey, can I have your stuff? It has been great to sit down and talk to you, Henry. You seem like a very sort of bright individual. I just, I, I'm really taken. Anyway, um, to the point of my visit. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to pay you guineas uh-huh. for your skeleton. Um, uh, what's that? Yeah. Who's a what? I'm going to buy your, I want to buy your skeleton. Oh, no, I'm using. For now, but you won't soon. And no, when you don't. I don't want to. Come on. No. Don't be weird. Oh. Don't be weird about this. You're a fucking creep. I'm not a creep. Henry. Henry. Are you enjoying your tea? Yes. It's good, isn't it? Very nice tea. Yeah, it's English. Yeah. Imported. Oh, yeah. Only the best. Yeah. Now, no. when your skin's off, no, I, don't want to... I want the bones. I'm trying not to think about I that. I want the bones. Jesus Give Christ. me the bones. Get out of here. Don't be weird. Guard! Another guy came and offered Henry $75 for a license to publish Henry's life story. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, this is the... Sure. This is the colonies. The, well, this out of guy, the two this, offers you're fielding. <laughs> this is like this is like the colonies version of Mean Streets. Right. Henry said he wasn't in the best mindset to provide a narration of his life. I'm kind of in a weird headspace because I'm gonna die and doctors are trying uh, to buy my bones. Yeah, things are weird here. It's not normal right now. The guy said he already knew enough about him to write up his story. Henry obviously didn't need money since he was going to die, so he said he'd think about it and get back to him. Henry then spoke to someone else. And he turned down the book offer and held on to ownership of his life story. Come in very handy when he's dead. Well, you don't know what's going to happen. Which he started writing. Okay. From which a lot of this information came from. Sure, okay. 
Then a month before Henry's to be killed, an order came to transfer him to uh, Castle Island in Boston Harbor, okay. where he was to be confined for life. Oh, better. Yeah. Better. So they switched it up. The petition and the rogue jurist had worked uh, all for spoons that he, that he didn't mm-hmm. steal. Mm-hmm. Although, Uh-oh. historical records might not back up the claims of Henry that it was just about the spoons. Hmm. During the time he was arrested for stealing the spoons, Henry had been using the burglary tools to burgle. He had been breaking into businesses and houses and had also been accused of passing counterfeit currency, a few of which he was arrested for. So while he said he was innocent of stealing the spoons, he was looking at multiple counts of theft, and there were said to be dozens of witnesses ready to testify against him. So the conviction of the spoons was just like, look, you're fucked. Yeah, we've got you on something. We're gonna, we're it's like when gonna, they put away, yeah, they we'll put away like now. Capone for like something stupid. Right. Yeah. Burglary was a capital crime, but it was only used for repeat offenders, which he certainly would have been uh, if convicted of the other charges and also all the charges he already Right. Had. Yeah. And he was at this point considered beyond reform. As much as he repeatedly said he was in prison for life because of spoons, he didn't steal. He was actually, <laughs> what are you in for? Spoons. I stole spoons, which I didn't steal. Spoons. I made a set of stealing spoons. I stole spoons. After receiving his reprieve, Henry was committed to uh, Castle Island in Boston Harbor. Uh, was his celly in there for, like, ladle theft? He, uh, he, described, he described in detail his new setting. I'm in for pie cutters. The castle was a strong fortress at the entrance into the harbor's mouth. A company of soldiers was stationed there to guard the criminals. Convicts were employed in making nails mm-hmm. and would be beaten for being too slow. <laughs> okay. They, they didn't make their nails <laughs> fast enough. Sounds fun. The prisoners were always lying, cheating, fighting, and stealing from each other. Right. At the end of each day, Henry would sleep on the prison floor with a tattered rug or blanket for warmth. The food contained, quote, bullocks heads. Bullock's heads? That gotta be bugs, right? Oh, God. I meant to look it up, but then bullock's heads, it's one of those things you can't really find. Oh, God. And he had difficult, he had difficult time swallowing the food. Ugh. Then, Can uh, I have a spoon? Uh, no. <laughs> I love spoons. When Henry, uh, when Henry broke his arm one day, no doctor came to help him, so he just let it heal as it was. Sure, that's always actually a fair policy. That's just let it do. set itself. Yeah. Those always turn out normal. It'll fix itself. Yep. By the summer of uh, 1794, Henry had gained the trust of the guards. He was able to move freely around the island. And on the 4th of July... Oh, boy. He casually walked to the edge of the island. the son of a bitch. Whistling, I assume. (laughs) Of course. Covered his head with... One T-Rexed arm. Covered his head with grass. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Go ahead. And then tried to swim away. (laughs) So people would be like, what is that grass there? Look at that divot floating. There seems to be grass in the ocean. Oh, boy. But he was a mini island. But he was seen by a soldier in a tower getting into the water, and they went and pulled him out. Awkward. It's hey, hi, what's up? Have you seen my new toupee? I was um, I, I was I like water. Can I ask you guys a question about the rules? Oh. Am I allowed to swim out here if I have grass on my head? I felt like I was able to take a couple laps. <laughs> I saw that in the room. I thought in somewhere, someone said something, but I, I, I forgot to get the okay. Yeah, but I thought it was okay. You anyway, know, say, you know, it isn't. Is, it isn't okay. Jerry said this was cool. Okay. Now Jerry. that I know that it isn't okay, uh, I, I, not going to happen again. <laughs> nah, not, not this guy. Oh. In 1798, the island was... Uh, Transferred from the state to the federal government, the convicts were moved, and Henry found himself in the Salem jail. 
He quickly found a problem with the wall of his cell and escaped. Ah, oh, beautiful. He went back to his hometown of Lee and there found his family had moved oh. to Maine. No, no, Henry, no, no. He tracked them down. No. And was taken back in and promised he would never steal again. She, she, Love the is, family took him back in? Love is strong. His kid was like, what is your deal? Are you fucking shitting I'm me? I'm really damaged now. Hey, daddy, I have a question. Are you fucking shitting me? No, son. He learned that one of his old partners, James Dennis, had died while trying to escape from prison. He had chains on his arms and legs and jumped into a river only to discover he couldn't swim with chains on his arms and legs. Hmm. That's, you, you, learn, you get to learn that once. Yep. In Maine, Henry Tufts wrote and released his autobiography in which... Uh, Called said, Fuck You, Everyone. Said he was retired from his life of crime. And that was the last anyone heard of Henry Tufts. How do you publish a book? Because he's still on the lam. Yeah, but you can publish it. You can still publish a book that's like, hey! Yeah, why not? I mean, I think that he didn't say where he was, probably. So and, they just... And, and so he just was all of a sudden it was out there as a book. <laughs> but the, the government must have been like, god damn it. Or they didn't even fucking care at that point. They're like, just get the fuck out of here, dude. Stop. You're such a tough. Stop. You You're the worst. such a toughs. <laughs> that's where such a toughs came from. Ah, and yep. is that what Tufts University is named that's after? Exactly what I it thought is. so. I thought it might be. Yeah, uh, that's the story of Henry Tufts. Uh, listen, I like his diet. Um, you know, life was different. Are you sure? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, crime was clearly different. We've we've uh, improved our crime sure. quite a bit. Oh yeah, we've done some. We've done wonders. M- much better. Much better than Bush, Bush sickling. Yeah. Okay. Sign cars. Oh, we sign uh, carrots. We sign carrots? Interesting. You're just vamping now so you can plug it in because we don't have an end yet. No, that's the end. Oh, it's done? Yeah. Okay. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, 
to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.